Be sure and keep that volume up. That and the nickel get your hot cup a jack squat. 1019 Jack FM playing what we want because people love a slogan. How you doing? It is Scott with your Jack FM morning show. Hot dog. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Now we got ears, it's time for cheers. Hot dog, hot dog, no problem solved. Happy National Hot Dog, hot dog, hot dog Day. Hot Just to celebrate, I'm playing you the hot dog dance from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse so you can celebrate. Might have to have a hot dog today. Didn't have some hot dogs last night, but I did have some awesome pizza and some awesome wings. My wife and a friend of ours went out and we went downtown and went to a new place I hadn't been to before. I'm just going to say it. Boss Pizza and Chicken. And the wings were better than I could have ever imagined. Tummy likey. Tummy want wingy. But that's what's nice when you have a built-in date. When you're married, you have a, uh, uh, somebody that you chum around with all the time. You can go out, you can eat new things try new places. It makes me so glad, so glad that when I read a story like this that I'm not still out there in the dating world. This poor dude, a Michigan woman is suing a man for $10,000 because he stood her up on a date. 10000 bucks. Now you say, how can you get sued for that much just for standing up a woman? Well, she is suing for intentional infliction of emotional distress. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's name is Richard and George, Richard Jordan, and she's suing him on the grounds that he deliberately hurt her by standing her up. So here she is getting into a shouting match with a judge as they try to work out which type of court she should be looking at for this case. And this this judge is not having any of it. Do you understand what perjury is? Yes, I think perjury is a lie. I know what perjury means. Perjury is a statement, uh, a false statement made under oath. So exactly, and I got documents that prove he was lying. He, you don't understand. He, what? He, it's a false statement made under oath. Bottom line is, you said it's a criminal offense, so I will send it to circuit court. Are we done here? Woo-wee. That is Quashante Short talking over the judge, which I don't think you're supposed to do. She didn't just complain about it on social media. She's suing the guy. $10,000 in damages. She thinks because he lied about his intentions that that is perjury. And that judge very frustrated with the case that's being argued in front of him. Again, thank God, thank God that I'm not still out there in the dating world. What a mess. What a mess. Today's show is brought to you by Hot Summer Concert Tours. Is it just me or does Motley Crue's Vince Neil always appear to be sweating Jack Daniels? This is 1019 Jack FM. King of all things adequate is Scotch with your Jack FM morning show. It's safe to say that if there were a kingdom of adequacy of <laughs> half-assed radio, I would be the king. Even if we never had one before. Well, there wasn't a raccoon king in our alley until I went out there and picked my favorite one. <laughs> His name's Little King Trashmouth. He's gay. He's gay. Yeah. Why? He's got a boyfriend. They just got married. And, of course, Linda Belcher talking about the raccoons in the back alley. So my former morning show partner, you remember Britta, right? Britta used to hang out here. Uh, she used to love raccoons, and uh, she probably still does raccoons. Does love raccoons. Not does raccoon, but loves raccoons. She likes their little tiny hands, and she'd like to own one and have one and and hug one, but here's why you should stay away from raccoons. These are people in Philadelphia that were admiring some cute raccoons in an alley until one bit one of the guys in the leg. Listen to it as it happens. They're so cute. They're like acrobats right now. Oh, 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 no! all fun and games until one bites you in the leg. Here's the guy talking about all the shots he had to get. I had to get a tetanus shot. 
and a rabies vaccine shot in my arm. And the shot you saw in the video around my leg, around the wound, was the rabies immunoglobin shots. I am now back to get another rabies vaccine oh. shot today, a week from now, and two weeks after that. Isn't that, that suck? Now they're not so cute and lovable anymore, are they? Uh, you got a birthday today? Wow. Here's a few of the celebrities you're sharing your birthday with. Alicia on Fear of the Walking Dead. That's uh, Alicia Debnam, Debnam Carey. She turns 29 today. Sure I said that wrong. Scout Willis, fond of assless chaps. Scout is 31. Julianne Hugh is 34. John Francis Daly is 37. Giselle Bungeon. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Mrs. Tom Brady, she turns 42 today. Judy Greer, that's Paul Rudd's ex-wife Maggie in Ant-Man. Also, she was on Arrested Development. You know, Judy Greer, she turns 47 today. Ray Allen is 47. Stone Gossard of Pearl Jam turns 56 today. Actor Frank Whaley is 59. Donna Dixon, again. Hey. Garth's dream woman in Wayne's World. She turned 65 today. She's also uh, Tom Hanks' dream girl on Bosom Buddies. I, if I'm not mistaken, I had a Donna Dixon poster when I was a young man. And Kim Carnes, she's got those Betty Davis eyes. She turned 77 today. Just a few of the celebrities you are sharing your birthday with today. Baseball's All-Star Game was last night, and the second half of the season starts tomorrow. So here's a question. What is the best place to sit when you're watching a baseball game? I know I've actually got Red Hawks tickets. I'm going to be giving away next week. So if you want to win, be watching our Facebook page. I'm also going to be giving out a chance to throw the first pitch. But a fantasy baseball site pulled thousands of its users. And the two picks with the most votes include some of the most expensive seats and the very cheapest seats. Here's how people voted. Number one spot. Top banger place to be sitting right behind the dugout with 28% of the votes. All right. Not cheap. Number two, on your couch <laughs> with the big screen TV. 23% voted for that one. That's even better than cheap. They're free. And then number three was behind home plate with 21%. Luxury box seats weren't an option in the poll, I guess. So right behind the dugout or on your couch with a big screen TV. I vote for couch. My hot dogs are cheaper <laughs> at home. Who let the dogs out? He's going to smell like hot dogs. Who's up for a hot dog? <laughs> National Hot Dog Day. When we think of summer, hot dogs almost always come to mind immediately, at least for me. It's part of the overall experience. A summer day, whether you're at the baseball stadium or the amusement park, it pairs nicely with a big hot dog or a tofu dog if you're one of those meatless people. They don't have to be made with meat. Then again, most hot... Most hot dogs probably are not made with meat anyway. Hot dogs can be purchased and enjoyed at any time of the year, but on July 20th, today, National Hot Dog Day, this is the day that we absolutely hold them in the highest of regard. So grab a dog and enjoy today, National Hot Dog Day. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Let's start it like this. Well, think about it. It's something to chew on. A hot one again today. 88 degrees for a high with mostly sunny skies. And if we're going to be shooting our mouth off about hot dogs today, we might as well talk about our other favorite food, ice cream. We're in the peak, the middle of peak ice cream season right now. But let's be honest, peak or not, most of us are eating at least some ice cream all year, right? I can eat ice cream any time of the year. It doesn't matter if it's the dead of winter. In a new survey, 74% of people said that they eat ice cream year-round. Only 16% claim that they only eat ice cream when the weather is warm. Ice for lies! Liar! Oh, lies! On the flip side, 
2% only eat ice cream when the weather is cold, which is kind of odd. Maybe they got a serious aversion to things melting. You think? When asked how much ice cream you eat, 55% of people said they eat two scoops, 22% claim that they eat only one, and 11% said that they go for three scoops. Those are my kind of people, the three scoopers. So 16% of us only eat ice cream when it's warm outside. There's even a name for them, Un-American. So in honor of National Ice Cream Month, let's enjoy more from today's list of the top five shocking ice cream survey results. Here we go. 46% of people count the cherry on the sundae as their fruit serving for the day. <laughs> it's fruit. 2% have been at McDonald's when the ice cream machine is actually working. 76% think those cones you get at the grocery store are styrofoam. I'd buy that. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't taste like any actual cone I've ever had. 87% of guys who drive ice cream trucks have no business being around our kids. And number one... 92% of people say their favorite ice cream topping is more ice cream. Yay! You know, our bunches of songs in a row are, are the bomb, but they're not as cool as the space stuff, right? NASA, anniversary of the moon landing. Today, the anniversary of the first moon landing, Neil Armstrong said those famous words. That's one small step for man, one Giant leap for One giant leap for mankind. That line was said 53 years ago today on July 20th, 1969. I was actually uh, named after Neil Armstrong. A lot of you, some of you might know my off-air name is Noel, Noel Scotch. Well, my mom was so impressed with the moon landing, she was going to name me Neil, but apparently my siblings thought that was a dumb name, so she, <laughs> she went with Noel. Close enough. Neil, Noel, whatever. So here's a fun question. Do you think we'll be living there soon on the moon? Somebody polled a thousand Americans and asked if they think we'll be li living on the moon or Mars permanently within the next 50 years. Over a third said yes. Really? I say... Not bloody likely. Not bloody likely. 27% said it'll probably happen by then, and another 10% said it's very likely. Around one in five said no way. I highly doubt we're going to be living on the moon. But maybe that's naive of me. You know, NASA and, and all that space stuff used to be so cool. I don't even know if kids really pay any attention to that stuff anymore. Apparently, 70% of us have a favorable view of NASA. Only 14% said unfavorable. And 16% said they didn't know enough about NASA to answer. I do honestly think that NASA, the, the space program, has accomplished as much or more than most people expected. Our favorite thing that they've given us? GPS. 76% said that's money well spent. We launched the first GPS satellite way back in 1978. Now we use, we take it for granted. We use GPS all the time. 70% also think that that new $10 billion James Webb telescope was a good investment. Same with the Hubble too. Same number think the Hubble was a good investment. I know this, NASA's given us a lot of good space stamps. In fact, millions of stamp collectors are exploding with excitement over the latest collection. From the days of crude, berry-stained cave drawings to today's modern digital video technology, mankind has long been captivated by pornography. Now the United States Postal Service invites you to share in this love of lechery with a new commemorative stamp set, the Masters of American Pornography series is a full sheet of very well-trimmed stamps, each backed with an unusually familiar adhesive, and each 
saluting a different era in American pornography, including stamps like The Sheriff's Big Posse, Hooray for Harry Wood, and What's Og doing behind that mastodon? Commemorative stamps from the United States Postal Service. There's something familiar about this glue. We'll make a philatelist out of you yet. Isn't that dumb? Whoa, 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 I know we usually play the Dragnet theme, but I think the Pokemon theme song will help with the story a lot more. Fire it up. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. Does it seem to you that your kid has hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in Pokemon cards? My kids definitely were into Pokemon. Well, if they do, they'd better get a solid anti-theft system because a man in South Carolina named Christopher Polidoro, who is a huge Pokemon collector, and you know he's serious because he's 62 years old and he keeps his cards in a temperature-controlled room. That is serious. Well, last week, Christopher called the police and said that part of his collection was stolen. The police report said that the cards were valued at half a billion dollars. Oh, what? I mean, come on. It's bull crap. Half billion? Actually, Christopher says the police made a mistake. It was more like $500,000. But still, how is it worth $500,000? More than even Christopher's house. Well, among other things, he is missing three unopened boxes of first edition cards. Here's where your bucks are. I say like I know. I'd say like I'd have any idea. It happened sometime in the past year, and Christopher says the only outside people who were in that room within the past nine months were workers with an HVAC company. Police are investigating. Wow, $500,000 worth of Pokemon cards stolen from a 62-year-old man. Nerd alert! There you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news! On 1019 Jack FM. <laughs>